0: Time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. Make every race this spring carnival even more exciting with Ladbrokes. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Okay, Australia, you know him can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show.
1: Here we go, people. This is it's Malloy. Hello, Australia. Welcome to the big Wednesday edition of Malloy. Hello, Dave. How you going, Mickey? I'm going good. good. Will Anderson joins us on oh. the show today. Grew it on tonight, on. Ripping Show, so one good. of the smartest designs for TV. Yeah. Uh, always entertaining. He'll be by for a chat. Food news is up and running you are going to die when you find out what other butter is. Udder butter? Udder butter. Sounds delicious. Huh, well, right, no. Okay, no, all right. No, Dave, no. Uh, I'm just going to have to stop you right there. And we'll discuss Australia's, okay. uh, well, best hamburger. Mm. I'm not sure I agree. Okay. I'm not sure those things should be on a hamburger. Well, our listeners will have an opinion, no doubt, on that. World news will be up and running. Yes. Ah, South African cricketer Quinton de has got himself in a fair oh, yeah. bit of hot water. We'll get to the bottom of that. There's lots to get through. Uh, social media. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about. Well, you're an influencer, so. Well, I am, Dave. Yeah, I
2: know that. 75,000 followers. At
1: malloy 66 Yeah. Give it a go. Oh. Uh,
2: all that and more coming up on the big program. Let's get into it for a Wednesday starting right now. This is Malloy. Will Anderson will join us soon, but right now, time for some world news.
1: Dave, that's going to get us in trouble one day. It will. The world news opener might be a bit twenty. I think it is very fifteen,
3: isn't
1: it? <laughs> it's very inclusive. Yeah, that's right. That, that's how world news should start. Mm, with that's right. Jim Whaley. That's right. Tonight, world news, Jim Whaley. And then, Whaley. Bang into that. You're right. We got some big stories to cover. Oh, Normally, man, we so muck around down on. the shallow end of the pool in this segment. Indeed. However, the biggest story in the world right now is coming out of the UAE. South Africa's superstar Quentin de Kock. Yeah has withdrawn from a World Cup game after directive to take a knee. He didn't do it. Mm. He didn't turn up on the ground, was not sighted. Uh, here's how it was initially covered. The players and staff from both teams took the knee before the match started. Temba Bavuma about to Cox's decision, after the match.
4: Um, Obviously, Quinton is a big player for the team, not just with the bat, but the role he plays from a senior point of view. In saying that Quinton is an adult, you know, he's a man in his own shoes, we respect his decision, we respect his convictions, and I know that he'll be standing behind
5: the decision that he's taken.
1: Here's a big story and not a great look for a country that has such a troubled background in this department. Uh, we uh, have someone on the ground who mm. was actually in the commentary box as this was playing out in uh, real time. Yeah. Dave, is the satellite up? It is. narrowly Meadows is joining us. G'day, Nez. Hi, Nez. How are you?
4: Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this is a big story and it's just broken massively around the world as well and had an impact. So basically the toss happened and I was on air at the, at the time with Shane Watson and Temba Bavuma, who you just heard from, said personal reasons Quinton de Kock won't be playing. Watto immediately was like, something must be up mm. here in yeah. the dressing room. It then emerges that the directive had been given to take the knee because basically to give the context, the previous game up against Australia they had had an image of various players doing various poses. Some had the fists up, some had their heads bowed, some were on the knee with the fist up, and it just didn't look like a unified response to Black Lives Matter. Mm. Quinton de Kock didn't do any of those things. He has always been steadfast. He's not taking a knee. Um, It doesn't matter the circumstances. He has never taken part in that. So when the directive came through, that's when he said, I'm not going to be a part of it which is a massive shame and obviously sends a really strong message from such a big-name player in the world of cricket. And now a lot of people are saying, have we seen the last of him? Certainly for South Africa, because how do you come back from this? If you say, I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to take part in that, then where does it leave you in Mm. the world of cricket in the way that the world is now?
1: Is this something that's going to be done before every game in the World Cup?
4: They've decided, they, Cricket South Africa put out a statement saying, we will continue to do this. We'll have some discussions behind the scenes with Quinton and we'll see where that falls at the end of it. And credit to Skipper Temba Bavuma, who said himself, we will have our shoulder there for Quinton de cop whenever he needs it. He's still our mate. But they've decided they're going to do this for every single game. So unless Quinton changes his mind, and can you really change your mind after making this statement? No, I'm no. not sure. We'll wait and see.
1: And what's the feeling on the ground over there? Is this kind of shockwaves? Is this distracting from the major tournament event? What What are they talking about behind the scenes right now?
4: Look, I am obviously here surrounded by commentators around the world and people acknowledge that things are complex in south africa but i just think this is a case of if you, you cannot opt out of the color of your skin and for me it's as simple yeah. as that quentin de Kock opted out of something that's the essentially just summing up what privilege is right mm, yeah. the ability to opt out of something and so the commentators at the time were Darren Sammy of West Indies and Pommy Mbangwa of Zimbabwe and they were really strong and they made it a moment and really everyone was just sitting there thinking, how do you do this and what is the way back from this and what message does it send and what side of history are you going to be on?
1: It mm. is a bit of a deflating moment for such a big occasion and the world stage and in the current environment to show, yep. you know, sport can lead. We're mm. all in this together. That's right. Uh, I missed opportunity from Quinton de Cock, or as I call him, Quinton de Cockhead. Okay. <laughs> um, we will catch up. With, thank you uh, for coming on on short yeah, notice. Well done, narrowly. <laughs> well We'll catch up with you uh, later in the week, and we might even follow this story. Yeah. You can keep us abreast of developments as they come down.
4: Thanks for having me. Aussies back in action tomorrow, guys.
1: Yes, let's not forget there no, is cricket bet. on at yeah, the T20 indeed. World <laughs> <laughs> Cup. Keep up the good work now, All right, when we come back, we're going to continue with yep. some world news. It's Malloy. Driving you home, this
2: is Malloy. Will Anderson's going to join us in the right. second hour. Gruen back tonight on the ABC. We've got some food news coming up, but world news is still happening here on Malloy.
1: Uh, we're mucking around down the shallow into the pool okay. now. What's uh, forget the World Cup. Uh, hmm. We're going to the US uh, the internet's outraged. What's happened? After a bridezilla, a bride, fired her four-year-old niece as a bridesmaid due to poor performance. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, uh, she's firing her own four-year-old niece oh. from a wedding. Uh, apparently my four-year-old wasn't doing everything right and she was afraid she was going to mess up her vision oh. by saying the wrong thing or not doing the dance right on the day. The concerned sister... Ended up asking the bride outright if she thought her niece wasn't good enough oh, she's to be four. in the wedding. She replied with something like, "Not as something big as a flower girl, but she can attend." That's all. You awful. can't sack.
2: No, you cannot. A poor performance. And that's all part of a wedding. That's what brings the fun to a wedding with families and kids and having fun. You know.
1: Here's your piece of cake, idiot. or as she calls it, severance pay. Here's your. <laughs> that's right. No HR department. You know, it's a curly business, the theatre of weddings. Did I tell you what happened to me at a wedding? I've heard stories about this story, but I've never heard it from the horse's mouth. It was at a mate's wedding, Uh we're talking bridesmaids and the like. and yourself in, everyone. (laughs) Listen up for this one. Well, it's an awkward story. Ah, it's good. But a friend of mine, Eddie Brown actually, who was one oh, of from my Fron producer front Bar, yeah. and he was getting married and of course all the lot of comedians were there. Oh, definitely. And during the speeches everyone's heckling and getting laughs fun. away and it was a good and fun. It was fun a really night. good moment and I thought I'm going to get involved yep. here. You're Mick Malloy, of so course. So when you the are. when the father of the bride was yes. making a speech. Yes. He goes, and I'd like to thank Auntie Gwen for readjusting all the uh, bridesmaids' hemlines. Okay. Last night. Yeah. I go bingo, I mean, Mickey. Here we you're go. On there, yeah. So I, I well up and I go, and uh, I'll be readjusting <laughs> those headlines a little later on. Am I right, that's fellas? That's funny. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Well, what? that's when Rosie leans in and goes, "Mate, oh. he didn't say bridesmaids. He oh, said no. flower girls." Oh. <laughs> Now how? you can imagine, as that is pointed out to me, what I realize what I how horrendous what I have done is. What did you do? I went round to every single person at that wedding <laughs> and. <laughs> I personally apologised one-on-one. Yes. I said, I didn't mean that. What no, I meant I know, was. Right. Yeah, that's um, super awkward. That's just, it's still a pretty quiet night. <laughs> for me after oh, that. Oh,
2: mate, that's funny. Well, that's world news. we got some food news. Is that done. We've got some, food news. A, we've got some world, uh, food news coming up next. Okay. Well, yeah. Right.
1: So what, what if you wear me?
0: For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Look at all this
6: food. This is the best thing I have ever put in my mouth.
0: I like food. Uh, it's disgusting. Malloy's
1: Food News.
6: Eat it. Just eat it.
1: Let's start with the controversial one, David. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, woman makes udder butter out of breast milk for her husband.
2: Oh. <laughs> How does, uh, really? How does that
1: work? Well, you... Uh, you, you express know, the milk. Express the milk and then, I don't know, what it. You anymore. churn it. That's Ch- uh, churn the butter. what you do. I'd churn it while it was in the buzzy. which. you? That's how you'd... Hey, I'm uh, getting in trouble yeah. again. I've got the story. Do you Have you, you hear seen churning? Churning,
2: yeah. Well, a churning, yeah churning. Churn the butter. Well,
1: yeah, you So you get the, the breast milk, you squirt some breast milk. That's it. You express it, yeah. You know, you know, put it on some uh, some uh, grease paper. Okay. And uh, leave it out on the porch. <laughs> what do you, how do you make butter?
2: I'm not, I've never made butter. I'm sure there are plenty of listeners out there. Have we got the story? Yeah, here's the, uh, the audio. I made butter
5: out of my breast milk. I don't know if I've ever been more proud. To me, it tastes like, um, you know, when you like burp and it kind of tastes like throw up.
0: You like it? You like eat the whole piece? I was hungry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you ought to be congratulated. <laughs> I'm not sure whether. Are you going to put that on in a. I don't think that's on part you. of the
2: campaign. I wonder what it tastes like, though. I know um, people have tried you well, know, milk Well, i bought some in. Have you? I've made, man- <laughs>
1: made some bamboo butter, Dave. Would you like to try my mamboo mm, butter? I'll
2: pass on that, thanks. Yeah. Nah, that's no good. I've made
1: butter out of my breast milk. I don't know if I've ever been more proud. There's my butter, my butter,
2: my other butter. Utter butter. Uh She said seconds You know what, before. there'd be a stall somewhere at a market somewhere in a hipster area that would sell that and would go for a
1: stack of cash. I can't believe it's not utter butter. That's what I'm going <laughs> to... Wow! Is Come on, ladies, must try harder. Make yeah. some all you girls out there make some udder butter for your family and serve it up at, bre- at breakfast. Sure. Want me to butter your toast?
2: Michael you know, can explain how to make butter if you wanted to uh, find out. Here we go,
1: Michael. Michael, how do you make butter?
5: Mickey, you, you you scoop the cream off the top of the milk, mm. put it in a butter box. It's like a like a big paddle, mm. like a paddle steamer, and yeah. just keep churning it and they keep flopping around until it turns into butter.
1: I cannot wait. Let's go. Duke him, Dave. A case of Brickland draft draft, uh, Mike. Give me an explanation. I can't, I'm trying to get that married up to my vision of... The other butter. The other... Yeah. <laughs> You'd try that too, would you? You'd be all over I can't that. think of what... Well, I'd like to know what Peter Russell Clark thinks of. <laughs> all this. I would try it. Dave, don't tell me what I would not wouldn't do. You would. To crack. Uh, it's official. What Adelaide's top chip shop is a cut above the nation's best. Let's have a listen. Those are the top food awards. Let's have oh. a listen to some of the winners. To the gold
6: medal for the best jaffle has gone to Miss Jaffels at Cronulla in Sydney. The top gong for best vanilla slice was taken out by Bridgewater Bakehouse in Bendigo, Victoria, and Chicken Chef in Adelaide serves the best hot chips. Who well serves the best udder butter? <laughs> that's what I want
1: to know. Now, I I find this controversial because Ow. I believe the best chip will, should naturally come from a fish and chip shop, yeah, not a chicken shop. Mm, uh, okay. So I'm going to say straight out, I am questioning uh, this decision. Uh, Adelaide's chicken chef shop uh, makes the best hot chips. They might What's, have like chicken salt over them or something to make them a bit tasty. You know, that's Yum and it's, it doesn't look it's not even wrapped up in butcher paper it comes in like a bag yeah so who yeah. wants a chip in a bag and i don't trust adelaide <laughs> and their attitude towards chips either since they stopped oh, that's stuffing right. the boxes at, that's the adelaide, right. at the footy adelaide covid reasons out. i remember that covid now. reasons yeah. they wouldn't pack the pack them in do you have a favorite chip like you uh... You know Old school uh, oh, Look I, uh, I It's got to be Fish and chip shop I like the grease Coming through The paper I like to see the grease Coming through the paper Yeah And I'm not a wrinkle cut No way Really I'm not a wrinkle cut I yeah, just feel a More clean much. skin Sort of style Yeah That's really And boy can I woof him Yeah <laughs>
2: So do you go to the uh, the beach with the seagulls and the chips are you do you take? Do, oh, you, do I ever yeah. I've been
1: known to put one under the windscreen wiper and just sit in the front car watch those suckers impale themselves. Front row seats to to seagulls going bonkers. How good it's Okay, ships. so let's park that. Controversial Righto. burger now has taken Australia's best burger title. Oh, congratulations. And I'm not I'm questioning this too, because I think there are hard and fast rules when it comes to burgers. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne Eatery has created a burger featuring two very unusual ingredients mm. that helped earn it the best burger. What's in it? Uh, the eatery, Easy's, yeah. uh, has taken out the best burger title. Right. Uh, they put in it, what? basically, a dim sim and a potato cake. Inside the burger. Inside the friggin' burger, Dave, uh, which is worlds colliding for me. I'm happy to have a burger, yeah. dim sims, and potato cake. Yeah, but I don't want them all inside the burger. That's a lot of work to eat. That's a lot of work to eat. Isn't That's it? a quadruple bypass, that is, by the way. Yeah. That is. what the burger should be called, the quadruple bypass <laughs> yes. burger. It's. Um 13353. What are or chips you can t- tell me about your chips, right. but what what is your unbreakable rule in the fast food for? All right. So, <sighs> hamburgers? Hamburgers for me. Got to be pickles
2: have to have pickles in you have your bag. have to
1: hamburgers. be pickles, even if so, even, it's my right to take them off if I want, but I of like course. them to come with the pickles. Yeah. Uh, I do. I'm a beetroot man. I Are you? Say. I'm into a, I don't mind a beetroot and an egg on a burger. It can be real messy, though. That's the
2: only problem I have with that, if you're out and about and you're eating it and uh, the well, drip.
1: they usually at three in the morning. I've got blood oh, yeah. stains. doesn't matter there's, anyway. Then. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you like a, a seeded burger? Like I a, do. A seeded, or I don't want a, a brioche bun as well. I'm no. quite happy with. Pardon that. me, no, Your Super sweet, but they're. I'm uh, not sure, Dave. You can have a dim sim. Nah. And that's worlds colliding. You're right with that. And a potato cake. One triple three five three. What do you have? Hard and fast yeah. rules when it comes to the old fast food. Give us a call. It's Malloy on Triple M. Get with the program, so it's.
0: This
2: is Malloy. here right now doing food news. Australia's best burger has been announced. Uh, Melbourne-based uh, eatery Easy's has taken out the competition.
1: There's a couple of controversies at these awards. Yeah. The best chip in Australia has gone to a chicken shop. Uh, I'm just flummoxed by right. that. I'm not not suggesting that's not a damn good chip, but for me, it has to come from its natural habitat, the uh, fish and chip shop. Yeah, uh, that is its natural habitat. Uh, it's where it belongs. Yeah. Uh, it's where I like to go get them. And, of course, the controversy of the burger, Australia's mm. best burger, has got a dim sim and a potato cake in it, which should also be coming from a fish and chip shop, yeah. not a burger shop. Yeah, Unless the funny. burger comes from a fish and chip shop, okay. but not with the fish and chips. Oh, I see. You put them together. I mean, these rules yeah, are patently obvious and self-evident, I would have thought. Um, but I don't know. Maybe everyone's got too much spare time on their hands. Well, the rules, where have they gone wrong? Jenny's on the line. Jenny, uh, you've had a unusual burger in your time?
5: Yes, indeed, a burger from Mad Patty.
1: I like the name, Mad Patty's. Where's Mad Patty's?
5: Mad Patty's is in Clayton, Victoria.
1: And what's right. unusual about their burger?
5: It's called a Juicy Jason. Yeah. And and it comes as a hamburger with three sausages in it as well.
1: What? Wow! A sausage yes. on the on the burger, and what else is on the burger in, instead of the meat patty? Or
5: yes, standard meat patty, tomato, lettuce, everything that you normally get, plus three sausages. Oh,
1: geez. jeez. The juicy Jason. All right, the juicy Jason. <laughs> yeah. Matt Preston will be down there. Quick sticks. Name. All right, well done, Jenny. <laughs> Texas on the line. Tex, uh, what uh, have you got in the middle of your burger? Yeah.
3: How
5: are you, mate? Hey, good I buddy. like the old original hamburger, beetroot, egg, bacon, cheese, tomato, and a hash brown in the middle. Hash brown. Yeah, you've got to have a hash brown just in the middle. You've got to get that cholesterol intake up. <laughs>
1: Hash brown. It's That's in the potato cake kind of family, I reckon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Go... Yeah, nah,
5: hash brown's different. It's got to be deep fried and then thrown in there. Oh,
1: a... <laughs> what about avocado? Someone tried to give me avocado on a burger.
5: Avocado's right? not real real food.
1: Easy
2: tiger. Oh, Settle
1: <laughs> down, text. Hey, uh, duke him, Dave. A case of Brick Lane Uh Tex,
2: uh, thanks for your... Good on you. Thanks, thanks for the call. Cool. Good you on it, you.
1: Judy's on the line. Judy, uh, what are your hard and fast hamburger rules? Uh,
5: mustard on the bottom of the bun, mm. your homemade hamburger patty, lightly yeah. grilled onions, barbecue sauce, large slices of beetroot, with lettuce and tomato and a bit of salt. That oh, sounds oh, delicious. Oh, oh, oh. That sounds really yum. That's my tummy
1: <laughs> rumbling. And What kind of bun are you operating with, Judy? Uh,
5: I like the Woolies um, home brand yeah. hamburger buns.
1: And, and Judy, do you, do you brown them off at all or are they, is it yeah, like bread rolls yeah, you or toast you toast them, them? You yep. toast them off. Right. Judy, you've just about described the yeah. ultimate. Do you make these yourself, do you? Yep. What time can I come round? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what sort of butter
1: do you use? Do you use other butter?
5: No. Oh. Uh, I'm not a butter <laughs> fan, darling. Okay.
1: Dave, oh. how dare you bring up udder butter in front of Judy? Sorry. Have you heard about that, Judy? Yeah,
5: yeah I was listening. No, sorry, Judy.
1: <laughs> no, not up for a bit of utter
5: butter? No,
1: no. <laughs> sure on the line. You do ju- now apologize and juke Judy. Judy, I'm really sorry. I
2: don't know why I'm so That's juvenile okay. at the moment. Uh, you've got your so i tell you, we'll give you we'll give you some other burgers. Take the night off cooking. We've got some
1: grilled burgers Whee! coming your way. Hundred dollars hey, worth. Good on so, you, buddy. Well done, Judy. Uh, 100 dollars I think you, she's forgiven you. Dave, yeah. Mark's on the line. Mark uh hamburger, what's the deal?
2: Mate, it's gotta have full coverage, Mick.
1: You, what's can't, that mean? you
2: can't have you can't have a burger and it's got a nice big patty, it's got your lettuce and they give you one tiny little bit of beetroot, a uh, tiny bit of bloody tomato. Um, it needs a nice even layer I all get the way you, up. Mate. I get <laughs> full, you. Full coverage. There's right. nothing worse you <laughs> well, you go to Maccas and you get a you get a, a hamburger and you get one tiny little cucumber. I mean, what the hell? Okay,
1: uh, I'm gonna ask you this one, Mark. If yeah. you got your hamburger and apart from the patty, you were only allowed one ingredient, oh, yeah, what question. would it be? Good
2: question. Uh, it's gotta be uh pineapple.
1: Pineapple. Pineapple. Pineapple and beans.
2: Pineapple on a hamburger. Oh, yeah,
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to start a controversy here because mm-hmm. there are some people who, I don't mind a bit of pineapple on the burger, I'm going to say it. Uh, I'm not a traditionalist in that regard, but if I could only have one, it's got to be cheese. Yeah. I'm, I can get by with cheese yes. and ham, okay. Anything yeah. added onto that. Yeah. And is, bacon. And, <laughs> okay. All right, well, I said one, but if you have two, <laughs> cheese and bacon. All right, Mark, hey, you get the idea. I'm going to keep taking it's these fun. calls. Let us know.
0: 13353, yeah. what do you got? A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is, is Malloy. Will
2: Anderson coming up in the second hour. He'll be joining us, and back on tonight. But uh, in the meantime, it's food news on Malloy. Uh,
1: a couple of controversies raging here on the program. Yeah. Uh, the best chip has come from a chicken shop. Uh, the best burger as you say, is rated at the food Yeah. Awards, mm. uh, has a dim sim and a potato cake in it, and some women out there are making udder butter, uh, breast milk butter for their husbands. Being churned away. Wow. Mm. Uh, the churning process is what's interesting to me. It is, yeah. So I'd like to You've, see that. You but need to uh, get like a to a Witness some what, churning. Like a YouTube video or something to see uh, how it's done? Send me some pictures. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Tracy's on the line. Tracy, you want to get involved in the discussion about the hamburger. What's uh, What's your issue?
5: Hey, how you going, guys? Yeah, good. Um, look, I don't have a preference of it. Like, I don't mind a good hamburger as long as it doesn't have bloody pineapple on it. So this oh, is pineapple's the most Christ,
1: controversial it? uh, item on a burger. Yeah. And the, the camps are, are, are quite – separate, aren't they? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, look.
5: If I wanted to taste pineapple, I'd just go to the pub and get a majority splice or something. Yeah, but no, you know. don't put he- pineapple on my hamburger or my pizza. Otherwise, no. I would just Oh,
1: I love it it on it. pizza. Uh, Ham and oh, pa- that pineapple. the same. No, no, pizza, some pizza shops won't Give really? you a pineapple. Order. Oh, I love it. Come and ask for a Hawaiian and see how you go. Yeah, okay. Says I actually think mm. uh, I'm not a purist. Uh, right. I think the ham and pineapple with chili is a very, a very chili good well. pizza. Oh, that's yes, interesting. Indeed. Do you know that my favourite sign it was at the World Cup, right. and it was Italy versus England, mm. and there was a one of the uh, Italians with a sign yeah. saying "Stop putting pineapple on pizzas." <laughs> Well, I suppose they invented was, it, didn't they? That's well, their thing. they're cool. Yeah. Uh, they get to make the rules, I guess. All right. We get the idea. Thanks, Tracy. Matt's on the line. Matt, what's what do you want in your burger? Mate, it's got to be a spring roll. What? What? Hang cut on. The, I don't, world's colliding what? again. How are you putting a spring roll on your hamburger? Well,
5: it's just the meat patty and the spring roll. You cut the spring roll in half, obviously. You've right. got all your um, your veggies and all that stuff in the spring roll, so you don't need no salad or nothing. <laughs> the, the spring roll, uh, meat patty, squash down, bread roll Right, and, um, you, and a bit of barbecue
1: sauce. Is the spring mm, no. roll cooked, or is it... Oh, of course it's cooked, you go, yeah. I thought like it's cooked. cooked in first, right. So it's cooked, yeah. cut in half, put on the burger. <laughs> cooked, You're a half. lazy bastard, Matt. That's how you get your, get your greens, is it? <laughs> that's it, Duke him, Dave. The case of Brick Lane draft for you, Matt. Uh, thanks for your suggestion. Andrew's on the line. Andrew, uh, what's in your
5: burger, mate? Oh, how you going, champ? Yeah, it's the wrong burger... A friend, a friend, I invented it. It's got every food group on it. You got meat patty, steak, fish fingers, chicken schnitzel, <laughs> um, all the all the
2: salad, onion, the whole lot. It's got eleven ingredients on it. That's <laughs> surf and turf. That's what it that is. Well, how tall is
1: it? Do well, you need planning permission from the <laughs> council to make it,
5: it, this it's, burger? It's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Boy, I can yeah. sit I can sit in front of me the schooner, and it's higher
1: than that. Well,
2: Andrew's <laughs> in heaven.
1: Just, you can't be eating a burger that's dwarfing your schooner. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. We we come up with one night, and I'll tell you what, they're great. The wrong oh, burger. No. Gee, mates of yeah. mine uh, no. knew a guy who owned a McDonald's franchise. Okay, so they go in after hours and make a pounder. Oh, what's it's that? It's like a quarter pounder, but it's four times four the size. Of them. So that would that's be... massive. That's a lot of work to get through. And then call an ambulance. They would, <laughs> yeah, they would call exactly an right. ambulance. Well done, Andrew. Oh, Karina's think... on the line, Karina. Uh, what's, the best, what's the best burger have for you?
0: Yeah.
5: One that doesn't contain a Jim Sim or a potato scallop, because I find that rather hideous. Well, that's fair core. Yeah. It,
1: it upsets me as well because yeah. it's well. I like cool. all those things we'll indiv- individually, but all together on the same thing, it's they don't just, go. They don't go. No. And have you got any no. history with the burger? Yeah, darling. I work in. I've worked
5: takeaway shops. I worked one of the best seafood shops in. Brisbane when I was up there, yeah. we had hamburgers and we had your bacon and egg rolls and your and your steak sandwiches. But the only other things you got there were fish and chips. Yeah, that's right. But my problem here is in the word hamburger. Can you tell me where Gim Sim <laughs> comes from? Because I have a problem here. I'm, a, I'm an Aussie girl, mate. Right, I can, don't need really this Jeez. Asian crap on there. Right. Easy, on, Karina. Easy. Well, it's it's you stay in your on. lane, don't
1: you? I'll I'll go. Exactly. I'll go it's to different a shops anymore. for different things. And I'm happy to have them all, say, in a food court, but still in their own little separate bits. Stay in your lane. I'm very it. democratic when it comes right. to food, in no. case you didn't know. I'm no. still going.
5: Then change its no. name. Still it's not like a hamburger. Right. It's a Jim Jim
1: Gerger. No, all go. right, no. settle oh, Karina. down. Karina. Yeah. I think you better do, it. Uh, what about I
2: give you a case of Brick Lane Draft, uh, Karina? You're in the Blue Mountains. Enjoy that uh, courtesy Yes, I am. More. All right.
1: Well, Thank you can- very much. Yeah, more yeah. Than I'm more than glad one. you retired there for some quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> Karina doesn't mind thumping yes. the table, does she? She's got really very old. hard and fast food. Yes. Fish and chip shop in, in Brisbane. Brisbane. Well, that would be good. Yeah. would be good seafood.
2: Some very famous Brisbane. fish and chip operators uh, around the area. Pauline Hanson, she was a uh That's right, from fish That's from Yeah,
1: exactly. Sure, we should give her a call. Maybe we'll ask her. So I'll tell you one thing, she wouldn't be having a dim sim <laughs> <burger. laughs> Charlie's on the line. Uh, no, have we just done Charlie? No, no yes, hey, Charlie. How are
5: you going? G'day, oh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie, how no, are I was you? I still laughing
1: at the last call. <laughs> she, she went off a bit, didn't she? Yeah. She needs a bex and a down. <laughs> she needs a bex and a laydown and maybe make some utter butter. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever go have a go
5: at the utter butter yourself, Charlie? No, we've got a, a, a company up here um, in local to Hunter Valley called Utter Farm uh, Dairy, and they oh. make utter butter, and I can assure you it's not from breast milk. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. kind, of, <laughs> kind of disappointed. <laughs> uh, 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 all right. Hey, what, what do you do yeah. with your burgers? Well, I don't buy them. I make them. So, And right now, I've just made a whole heap, and I put them in my smoker. So I make up the mince patty with oh. a heap of secret ingredients in there Jeez. and oh flatten God. them out and make... make um, the family, friends, and that will make um, beautiful smoke burgers. Oh,
1: Charlie.
5: Oh, so, do them in amazing. there, get them out, then um, give them a lick of flame over the um, oh, flame geez. grill. With Dirty um, talk. some bacon and some cheese on top as well. You
1: should be on MasterChef. We'll MasterChef Master Master Burger Chef. Edition. Imagine, Duka Dave. You've got uh, a case of Brick Lane Draft yes. for you as well, uh, Charlie. You're oh, well, Charlie. You've got it. I'm going to swing you. by one day for one of your smoked burgers. Yeah, okay? well, famous. No worries. See, See
2: you, you there. All right. This is Malloy on Triple M. Hey, we're not far away from the song whisperer. I could win some prizes there. Then Will Anderson to join us yeah. too. It is Malloy on Triple M.
0: For the drive home, this is Malloy. Attention. Right. Attention.
1: James Blake joins us. Hello. Uh, you've got an update for us on what?
6: On SpaceX. We know that they've had some issues with their toilets. It came out uh, when those four uh, civilians went up with right. no astronauts that the toilet malfunctioned. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway. Alarm went off. And an alarm went off, all this kind of stuff. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Half flush or full? <laughs> Now, it didn't, all we knew was that the alarm was set off by a toilet. We didn't know much more than that. Mm. Well, it's come out uh, today that uh, SpaceX have upgraded their toilets. And in the process of that announcement, mm. we actually worked out what went wrong. Yeah. Here's a news report from NBC. The Inspiration4 mission used the toilet
2: regularly during their three-day visit to space last month, which led to leaking under the floor because the hose detached from the tank spilling wastewater, which can be corrosive. SpaceX discovered it after landing and then realized they should check the capsule currently in space
3: attached to the space station and found leaking wastewater under the floor on that capsule. Now, SpaceX says it has fixed the problem for Sunday's early morning Halloween mission.
1: Of all the things that you just have to get right. Yeah, that's so. A what? What happened? A, a hose. The hose. So the you know, hose came out. Yep. Uh, that's detached yep, to, to, to the, the tor- sewage yep. system. Yeah. That's bad when it happens on a caravan. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're
1: right. Okay. <laughs> well, when you are in space, yeah. you can't crack open a window. In space. Uh, no one can hear you go. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't crack a, you can't <laughs> open a window. No. You no, can't no. give it a wide berth. Can't light five, a match. Five minutes.
6: You're
1: there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in it. You are out cool. of all the things mm. that could possibly. Possibly go wrong. That's what it was. Come on, is, who's who's in charge of that lot?
6: Oh, that's Musk. That's yeah, Musk. Elon. That's yeah. But we know yeah, get rid of that he, musky smell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and he's not great when it comes to no, well,
1: guys. he snapped one off <laughs> in Johnny okay. Depp's yeah, right, <laughs> there. Okay. there's a time and a place for yeah uh, for a poo, and it's yeah. not in space. Yeah. Johnny Depp, <laughs> Depp, <laughs> Depp, Elon Musk. Okay, uh, thank you. Thanks, and, uh, and you can take that to the bank because that information is coming to us from a man. He sat on his first bidet over the weekend. Yeah. As reported on Dave's, Dave's corner. Connor, episode 30, I think that oh, was. Causing yeah. trouble at home.
6: Uh, yeah, look, Lucy's not very happy that with Lucy's me. That's my girlfriend. Former um, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. What does she say to you? She <laughs> said
1: it was a very good text message. Yes. Uh, this is after we'd put to air you sitting on yeah, the It was recorded, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
6: recorded and she's listened back to it, and she knows that I was quite cut that radio today. Trade publication didn't include me in their thirty under thirty, and she said, Well, oh. you know, that'll get you in next year. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. <laughs> Live recording yourself on the bidet.
1: <laughs> I knew I'd drag you down to my level <laughs> time for a bit of this.
0: With Dave, Dave. the song whisperer. Alright, right,
1: Synopsis please. Here it is, Jiminy Cricket.
2: He'd love this song. In That's... fact, if Pinocchio listened and took notice, he wouldn't need a nose job.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Would I lie
2: you. to you? Oh, okay. Uh, that's the Eurythmics, I believe, Eurythmics. wasn't it? From uh, from what the eighties. What a lot of honey. To you. Okay. No, Pinocchio. He yeah. Used okay, to that's lie a bit. That was and then it. There and the, was the nose the grew. The nose grew. grew. That's right. Geppetto that's the, was the uh, the master, wasn't he? The, the Geppetto. I th-
1: was strange. He's, <laughs> he's sitting at home. That's right. Knocking up. <laughs> You, know, you make a really good point. Knocking up, uh, little, I'm little just going to build myself a little oh, kitty.
2: When you and, say uh, it like that, I'll it does seem... do whatever I want.
1: Wonder you, Geppetto.
2: If you do know what the song freak. is, give us a ring. one 3 song Whisperer.
0: Driving you home. This, this is Malloy. Yeah. Yeah. Time to gather back around your wireless, people. Here comes the big second hour of the
1: light. It's got to be a cracker. Will Anderson not oh, far away. Will. The Gruen is back better than ever. One of the smarter shows on TV. Always good. I will be parked in front of the telly Again? for that. Be good to catch up with Will. We'll take your calls, we'll take your tweets. We've got a bit of ground to cover, but let's start
0: with Dave, Dave. the Song Whisperer. Yeah. The Song
1: Whisperer, one of Dave's two segments, the other being Dave's Corner. Well, what are you doing with Dave's head. Corner? Uh, I'm spotlighting an
2: employee that I've worked with, I reckon, for 15, 20 years. <sighs> and, uh, he's gone past you. He's kind of made it, yeah. He's
1: kind of made it. He's, he's a, now, So you be careful, He's a ge- you're, executive. You're, you're punching right up.
2: Yeah. But so. look, I'll, I'll let you know how he got... To where he is today. no so Dave's gone episode thirty-three, I believe. Want well, no part of it. Now, yeah, uh, right.
1: in the meantime, synopsis please. Yes, Jiminy Cricket would love this
2: song. In fact, if Pinocchio listened and took notice, he wouldn't need a nose job.
1: Oof.
2: I've always been worried about Geppetto. Yeah. <laughs> So let me get this right. He's a gentleman, of senior years. He's um, an old guy. At, uh,
1: fashioning young boys. Makes puppets and tries yeah, to bring them to we'll life. He'll do anything that yeah, well. it's a His weird. name's Geppetto. Okay. Yeah. You Geppetto. Yeah. meaning? <laughs> okay, you don't need to spell it out. Hands off. Keep <laughs> your hands where we can see them, Geppetto. I'm surprised they haven't
2: made a remake of that because it was such a big movie back in the 40s. Can you believe that? No one wants to play Japan. <laughs> no,
1: that's right. <laughs> Who wants to? No takers. Bro. No takers. Just wants the sun. That's right. Well, I'd be good, Pinocchio. You would be. Uh, I would be. You got I'd quite be, the conk in a Little boyish good looks. Not a conk, Dave. Oh, I said boyish good looks. Probably not right. wooden enough. <laughs> too, too cuddly. Oh yeah. Right. John's right. on the line. John, what are you <laughs> thinking, mate? What song? Oh, mate, it's Not good being first one off, but uh, no. Little Lies. Little Lies. Fleetwood Mac. Oh. oh. What's this all about? Tell me sweet little lies. What's that? Give me one. What's the type of lie? (laughs) Sweet little lie? I don't know. Sweet little lies? I'm uh, sleeping with your best friend. uh, Oh, is that a little lie? That's a massive lie. I'm
2: I'm trying to work it out. Little lies like, oh, I did only 5k over the limit, officer. Please don't book me. (laughs) So now you're telling
1: sweet little lies to policemen?
2: You asked, what's a little lie? (laughs) You (laughs) You said, said, what's a
1: sweet little lie? And you're going, I'm sorry, officer, I was 5k. And you said, I'm sleeping with your best (laughs) friend.
2: I mean that's a big lie. I would have thought. Anyway, you probably make some sense. But John, uh, what's a sweet little lie? Yeah.
0: All
2: right. <laughs> oh, <geez>. nah. <laughs> nah, it's not good. He knows so, it's the first call he got nothing. John, you're out. I do him, Dave. Case of brickload draft though for you, John.
1: Thank you, mate. Simon's on the line. Simon, what's the song? Uh, when you wish upon a star. Ah, you've gone right down the Disney route, haven't you? There. The only version I have is Gene
2: Simmons <laughs> <laughs> singing that song. Take a listen. <laughs>
1: Is he Fire breathing at the time,
2: that's right. About to spit blood. Has he got a blood capsule in his <laughs> mouth, set something on fire with some pyros. I
1: met him. You met Gene, I did,
2: and less than impressive, yeah, because you're such a kiss fan as well. well I was a
1: huge kiss fan, that's and you know, I idolise him. Well, he's, he's pretty right wing, yeah, be a trumper for sure. Yeah, he's, he's a, bit a bit of a douchebag. I've it, met him yeah, as well. He's got a lot of pretty bad opinions, I'm yeah, afraid. Yeah, he's, he's bit, not the most disappointing. Warm uh, sorry, Simon, no. Matt's on the line. Matt, uh, song please. Yes. What's your song,
5: mate? Master
2: of puppets by Metallica. Oh, please! Metallica. You know karaoke song. master of puppets. Yes. Okay, that's Master interesting. You have a wide range of songs. I really? do. I yeah, cover all uh, genres. Really interesting. Uh, Master of puppets. I wish, but no. See where you're going with the puppet thing, though. Of course. Uh, yeah. Well, I
1: hope you're happy. You seem to have led to everyone a merry dance so far. That no, seems to be honest. Good. Hold on, Matt Collins on the line. Colin, uh, song please. There you go, boys. Good mate. <laughs> good mate. What's going yeah. on? Uh no, not not a great deal. Uh, is it a uh, minute work,
4: uh, Johnny? Be good.
1: Be good, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, be good, Johnny. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. why do you say that? Oh, I don't care to being good. He wouldn't have buggered his nose up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so well said, uh, Colin. Uh, be good, Johnny. Uh, Minute
1: work, Colin. What's a sweet little lie? Ah,
5: uh, jeez, I
6: don't know. I've, I'm I'm not real good at lying, and this has
4: always nah. picked me on it.
6: <laughs> oh man, I Too bet honest, you Colin. you uh,
1: You can't help yourself, can you, Colin? No, Duke oh, him, tell her,
6: tell her I'm stuck or something.
2: I <laughs> get oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, uh, a case of Brick Lane draft for you, but you're not right. No, it is oh, not. No worries. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks Colin, calling, That's mate. the main thing. We love it. You juked him, didn't you? I did. A case of Brick Lane draft, award winning. I'm snapping. Diving. That's what you said. You're really in a mood today. Sweet little lie, James. Not telling his team about Powerball. There you go. That's not bad.
1: <laughs> that is not a sweet little lie. That's hideous deceit. No. It is deceit. It actually. is a deceit. Actually, a sweet little lie. He would have
2: won, and not, and we wouldn't have been on the ticket. Imagine that's uh, grounds for dismissal. I would have thought.
1: Don't care for it. Uh, who are we go? Where Robert. we go? Robert, Robert. Hey, how are you? When I say your name, Robert, that's when you <laughs> respond. Generally, it's a radio. Radio works. What's a sweet little lie, Robert? Uh
5: telling the wife I'm just going for one more
1: of the pub. <laughs> yes. Oh, we've got that. Yeah, is a sweetie That is a sweet. Sweetie, lie. you know you love it when I do that. Yeah. Well done, Robert. <laughs> you're all over it. Well you're out in front now. What's the song, please? Uh, I'm think it's No Lies by Noise Works. No lies, no, lies, no lies. Your Jimmy cricket
2: would love this song, wouldn't he? Mean No Lies. Why would he love it? Because he told uh, Pinocchio not to tell the lies, otherwise your nose will grow. Well,
1: you should have told him to stay away from Geppetto. <laughs> okay. Japan. Okay, you're absolutely.
2: You're absolutely right, though, uh, Robert. It is No Lies by Noise Works. Ah. And you got the prize as well. well I'm Bobby. Yeah. Awesome, thank you. Thanks to Chicane, Chicane Tools. When you need oh, another that, turn a to promise. Chicane Tools. Trade quality hand tools with a lifetime warranty. About $300 worth of tools coming your way, big fella. Awesome, thanks so much, guys. You got it. Let's hear it. No lies. Noise works. Up next, Will Anderson. It's Malloy, Triple M.
0: Driving you home. This, this. Is Malloy,
2: and joining us right now is host of the Gruen, which is back on tonight. By the way, eight thirty ABC TV and ABC iView. It's Will Anderson on Malloy.
1: Welcome back,
3: Will. <laughs> Good afternoon. Hey. It is nice to be on the show. And oh. you know what I loved about that intro, Dangerous David? Yes, is the Gruen. <laughs> like that is that is like my dad saying, "Don't you like the Pearl Jam?" Like the Gruen. Like commit one way or the other. It's either Gruen. Or like, yeah. I, I understand if you go with the old name, the Gruen transfer. That's what I was thinking. We changed it, right? I pulled right? myself up halfway through. Explain yeah. the you original realize... name.
1: Explain it to those punters who are unaware.
3: Yeah, okay. So, basically, the Gruen transfer is a psychological condition. And yeah. it's that moment that you go to the shops and you've gone out for something that you absolutely need. So, yeah. you know, Dave, you just got like, I've got to go to the shops. I've got to get some milk. Yeah. I've got to get some nappies yep. for the baby. That's very important. Or sure. for you Dave. Home. He's entering
1: that zone now. Oh, pun. yeah. Sorry. Sure. Sorry, you've got to get some Hang nappies on, for yourself that
3: you're going to tell the people in oh, the shop okay. are for a baby. Mm-hmm. And you've got to get some milk that you're telling people is for a baby, right but it's right for it. yourself, yeah. and some baby formula okay, which you're selling right. to China. That's a whole <laughs> side business that we don't need to get into. You go to the shop. That's yeah. what you're meant to be getting. Mm. And you come home, and you've got a brand new flat-screen TV, and you've got no nappies, right. and you've got no milk. That is called the Gruen transfer, and they can actually it they can measure it in you. So, like, they've hooked people up to machines to see this, and you're breathing slows your eyes start to flutter like you go into an unthinking shopping state and all shops are designed why not most shops are designed big supermarkets and these uh, are all designed Uh, to have this thing that gets you from being this is what i need to i just need to buy everything and it was named (laughs) after a guy called victor gruen now victor gruen was the guy who designed the world's first shopping mall and shopping malls are designed intentionally confusing right so they're meant to be you know when you can never find your car in the car park yeah, and you're like, why don't they build it sensibly? Yeah, no, they did that as a mistake. Of course, they did it on purpose. They like they, if they could, they would actually change what level your car is on while you're in the shops. And it's the reason that every time you go into one of these malls, it's like a casino. So yes, there's no yes. clocks. It yeah. is consistent light. You know, they're pumping yeah. out sort of free stuff all the time to get you to stay there. Yeah. So this guy Victor Gruen, he hated it. He went to his grave hating the fact that this was called the Gruen Transfer because he had not designed it for this reason. His invention had been taken and used by evil (laughs) marketers to sell more things and it haunted him to his death. That's incredible. And you feel it sometimes.
1: You go, it's an impulse buy. I use the one that gets me. Mm. The stuff they've got gathered around the checkouts. Oh, yeah. I go, oh, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm buying a woman's day.
3: (laughs) I did not come here to buy the woman's day, but that one story, it got me. There's one thing we're talking about on the show tonight that falls into that exact category, right? Yep. Gum sales went down incredibly during lockdown. Uh, People don't buy gum because gum is one of those things that you really buy mostly For social reasons if you think (laughs) about it right like you know if you're going to kiss someone you buy gum if you're going to try to hide something that's on your breast you you use gum if you're going to work you're going to be in the office you use gum Gum, if you're home by yourself you don't really have like gum is associated with like work and like but even like big nights out you know, you see a lot of people chewing on big bites
1: yes. out. Well, that market is gone when there's a nine o'clock curfew. That is incredible, isn't it? Some, so, someone said to me, they said, if, you, if your partner's are uh, letting themselves go during lockdown, right. just remember, that means they're not doing it for you when they get out.
3: <laughs> uh, it's, it's,
1: it's an interesting time we live in. Did you know, uh, Will, that the at one stage, and it may still be true, the most expensive photograph in the world was by Andreas right. Gursky? And it was at the time, and this is 20 years ago, went Mm. for over a million dollars. And it was of a shopping center of like a a supermarket store. And it's one of the most incredible things to look at. And Mm. when I look at it, I nearly fall over. I'm that hypnotized.
3: Isn't that an amazing thing of the time as well? Which is that like back in the day, that's like a million dollar photo. Now, It's one second on Instagram. Yep, next, next. What's next? In fact, it's on my page of the thousand best shopping centre photos in the world. Next, next. Yeah, it's all right. Next.
1: And no one was doing a milk crate challenge in front of it, which was terrible. We got onto it early, but we're going to keep going. Hang about, Will. We're going to come back and talk some more about the Gruen. Oh, come on. It's Gruen. It's 8.30 tonight.
0: (laughs) The drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. We're joined by Will Anderson
1: this afternoon on the show. Always great. Can I get you to investigate one phenomena mm. for me, Will, which is really annoying me at the moment? Ads are using the phone ping, the mobile phone ping mm-hmm. in their ads, mm. and it's driving me effing batty. I, so I think it's in my room. Oh, yeah. I think it's my phone. So I hear ping. I go, oh, oh God damn it. I, <laughs> I put down my dim sim. I go, oh. Oh, damn it, it's on the telly. And now I'm watching the telly. Is this a trend? It's Mm. happening all the time, and Mm. it sounds like it's in your living room.
3: Yeah, in ads, they tend to use the most generic factory setting of the phones because most people change them to individualize them. But people like you, Mick, who are like, (laughs) it's enough that I have a phone, and the first thing that pinged, I locked that in for the entire time, I've got this phone. You are definitely the category that's going to be represented in this (laughs) advertisement. But it seems loud or something. No, we are so attuned now to wanting to touch our phone. Like, you know, I don't have notifications or pings or anything on my phone because constantly, like, every one of these apps that you ever go to, like, I mean, you know, my Uber Eats – Misses me more Than my family misses me If I go to an area Where I'm not into Uber Eats Like yeah. I suddenly start getting These series of messages Like you cool man Why aren't you getting back to me like, What happened last time You rated it five stars What are you talking about Man hey we've got some good offers You know what If you come back today 25% off 35% off Are you hungry mate Are you hungry like, you're hungry picky you're hungry Where are you Yeah. Good have you eaten Are you hungry Is your you tummy you rumbling I mean look at your Instagram You're out and about Order some Uber Eats Where are you man
1: it's true. I'm actually getting. I feel like I'm being badgered now. Yeah, I feel like I'm right. being stalked. Yeah. I feel like there's there's a guy with an Uber Eats bag standing outside my bedroom window <laughs> at three in the morning, going, "I'm just here in case you need me, mate." Yeah,
3: you've stumbled onto something really amazing, Nick. Because what they've basically done is the problem is that people aren't even watching the television anymore. We're like double screening, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So. These advertisers realise that the minute it goes from program, like it's you're lucky enough if people are actually watching your program and not being on their phone yeah, or on hmm. the device. But certainly when it goes to the ads, that is the time that people are picking up their phones. Yeah. So of course, what's the one thing that will <laughs> distract you from your phone? The sound of another phone, a newer, better, bigger phone.
1: Yeah, they are doing it. I didn't mind the meerkats. I draw the line at pregnant quackers. <laughs> Can okay. you have a word to some of these guys who are making these corny mascots? I've got a like a, a ghetto talking
3: mm. pregnant quokka. And it's just, mm. there's too much going on. There is something, the quokka, here's what I'm going to say mm. whoever's looking after the quokka, like get them as your agent. They are the super agent of animals and advertisements at the moment. You cannot see an ad that does not have a quokka in it. There was like a survey about how much people love quokka. Like, remember there was a time in this country and I do not endorse this in right. any way, only the, the rhyming of it, I endorse, okay. but the actual practice of it, which was quokka soccer, which was a terrible <laughs> yes, thing, so but I that's how it. we used to think about quokka, no, that they were like this, you know, they were just something that you kicked around mm. on a drunken bachelor party on an Island. Right. And now now they are the hemsworths of advertisers. <laughs> like even in the Australian Tourism ad, the quokka got a line in the Kylie song. Unbelievable. Kylie's singing about a quokka. <laughs> they are,
1: they're too much, they're the quokka, it's, right. it's, it's, I don't get it. Their Q scores must be through the roof. Yeah. And their, through the their, roof. Their, their Animal Kingdom Q scores <laughs> must be, everyone's going, oh, I'm, I'm down with the quokkas.
3: <laughs> We've got the new list. It's Costa, Hamish Black, and a Quokka. That's it. <laughs>
1: Hey, mate, I haven't caught up with you since your beloved Bulldogs went down oh, in a granny. Yeah, Can yeah. I ask you how you took it? Because we've you've seen me experience the joy of, of winning one. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there when you won yours, but where were you watching? How did it yeah. go down for you? Please it? don't
3: spoil the result. I'm just going to binge the whole <laughs> season once we're done with Gruen, so I've got my <laughs> fingers crossed. I hear if I watch up until halfway through the third quarter, it's fine. You, you, <laughs> you <laughs> need <laughs> to
1: be really specific about the time you turn it off. You, yeah. you don't want to get that wrong.
3: Oh, no, I know the exact moment. And I won't be able to say the the entire sentence because I watched it in silence, Mick. Because I'm not a vocal football watcher. So yeah. I go to my fr- to the footy with my friend, Charlie. He yells at everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, opposition supporters, umpires, people bringing pies, members of his own team, doesn't matter. <laughs> just loves to yell at people at the footy. And I am the absolute opposite. I just yeah. go into this real sort of silent, I don't want to affect anything. And so, of course, can't be at the game. Yes. By the way, thank you, Mark McGowan. I'm in your corner. Now <laughs> that I've seen the result, glad I couldn't get of your state. Thank you very much. Keep the wall up. But... <laughs> But I, I watched it at home by myself. And so I honestly, for the entire game, we just sat in silence watching this game. And then there's this moment halfway through the uh, third quarter where Marcus Bontempelli kicks this goal. And uh, Brian Taylor, who's commenting at the time, says Marcus Bontempelli you know, essentially says he's going to win the Norm Smiths, they're going to win the Premiership, he's going to be the greatest bulldog of all, of all time. And all I said out loud to no one, and I swear this is true, I'll have to edit it a little yeah. was Shut the f up, BT. (laughs) And from that moment, it all went wrong. You know when that you can just feel it. You're like, don't, don't say that.
1: You knew it as soon as it happened. Hey, you'll be back though. Don't you worry about that. And back tonight, full bore. The Gruen. Uh, Who's on
3: tonight? Please, Will. Uh, Dee Madigan and Carolyn Miller are our guests Very tonight. Smart. Russell Howcroft in the Melbourne studio. Very fun show tonight. Uh, a lot of cool stuff and a special appearance singing an advertising jingle, Ben Lee, at the end of oh, the show. No oh, fantastic. fantastic.
1: Cool. Uh, I, I love this show. It's yeah, one of the know, smarter shows too. on TV. It's informative. Ships the lights out, Have man. a look. It'll be great. Good on you, Will. Thanks to the Malloy. Thanks to the Dave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gruen, tonight, 8.30, ABC. It's Malloy on Triple M. This. Is Malloy. You are listening to Malloy with Mick Malloy, uh, influencer, I guess you are. I am an
1: influencer. It's with 75,000 members. What do you call it? That's it. That's what an influencer would say. Followers. Followers.
5: (laughs) You're all over it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's
1: it. Yeah, I'm like that chick from the Gold Coast who mowed her own lawn. Oh, Olivia. Without mowing a lawn. And then posted how good she was. (laughs) Happy tears. Happy tears. Thanked her mum. Adorable. She mowed a square patch of lawn with no trees. Ah. And went the blub. What's my handle? At MickMolloy66. Of course, you can follow at Malloy as well uh, can, yeah. on our so, oh. uh, There's a couple of big stories on the internet. Do you guys all know what the internet is?
6: Vague idea. Vague yeah,
4: idea. a little bit. Yeah. Well, you say that now, but yeah. you
1: know when it started, people didn't know what it was. Mm. Um, and I remember there's a famous bit of audio, Dave, mm. from the NBC Today show. That's right, Brian Gumbel. Where I think the internet is just a days old, weeks yes. old, months old. And he's trying to get his tiny pea-sized yeah. mind around it.
5: At
6: NBC GE com I mean what Allison that? should know what, what do you is say internet that anyway
5: internet is uh, that <laughs> massive computer
0: network rate, mm-hmm. the
5: one that's becoming really big
0: now what and, do you mean that's big, what, how does one what, what do you write to it like <laughs> mail no a lot of people use it and communicate I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers Allison can you explain what internet is no, she can't say
1: anything in ten seconds or less. Uh. Ooh, a bit of a there for Brian. Oh. <laughs> Brian, don't know if you get away with that today. <laughs> well, times have changed, haven't they? Absolutely. Um, but I, to me, there's no excuse for no. not being perfectly literate and up to That's speed. That's interesting you say get. that because mm. I remember, no, like, I about know. ten years ago, I was
2: doing morning radio in Melbourne, and you were She's doing not. the breakfast show, and you came in to promote a, uh, I think it was a charity event on my my shift. And you didn't quite get uh, the handle on how to say a website. Oh, I've got the audio. Have a
1: listen. You can rock up on the night, or it's 35 bucks a ticket. Yep. Um, or you can book through. Um a, Gasometer. Uh, Gasometer. H- or HTTP <laughs> backslash. I don't need to read all that. No, I'll don't need. i no, do I'll do I'll tweet do? that out from our work. Can web. you? Yeah. yeah <laughs> just an idea of uh, your sort of uh, knowledge. Thin ice, Dave, of very nice, Dave. Very nice. Influencer. And who knew that the internet would then blossom and flower into so many oh, other mate. things in our life, like social so, media? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, dating. Yes, of course. Commerce. Commerce. Mm. Uh, Let's turn our gaze to social media. Mick Malloy, sixty-six. I'm a influencer, Mm. Um, but this. Listen to this. Social media star Jane Rivera has been slammed over her vile Instagram post. Now she's a TikTok star, right? Whatever that is. Uh, She's a fitness model, and she's been slammed online after she shared a series (laughs) of this. Is unbelievable. I can't believe what I'm looking at here. A a number of photos uh, in black because she's in mourning. Right. In front of her father's coffin <laughs> uh, The coffin lid's open and her father's in it <laughs> oh, But she's God. posing She she may as well be doing the milk crate challenge <laughs> <laughs> But she If you have a look at the pictures oh, She's got the leg up She's the got heels she's head she's, in
0: the
5: background She's, she's,
1: she's, <laughs> the background. she's oh. got her leg up Like she's cocking it <laughs> so on she's the actual, posing. She's, yeah, actually she's posing She's posing in a black that dress horrific. For all her followers oh. Has there been any response online for her? Is she getting no, we don't oh, know what. I joking. think she's getting pun. Look, there's another one. Yeah, there she is. It's got a couple of buttons. Do you know what them. I take
5: from that? <laughs> I mean, yes, it's horrid, but she's had to ask someone so to, to take, take those photos
6: for her. That's yeah,
1: you're equally, right. equally some photos. How's my dad looking? Mm-hmm. Is there too much of him? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Why don't I just stick my leg up here? And no, yes, f- it was a tasteful inclusion of her father. You only saw the hand, which I. Appreciate. It's a moving moment. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's a moving moment between uh father and daughter. <laughs> 84,000 Instagram followers she's got. That's not much more than me. I yeah. could do that. Come on, Mum. <laughs> oh, don't you. Come you. On the, the, the minute. The, you, you. You are shocking. Minute, you stop not. right now. A minute my Wendy mum Wendy is beautiful. Passes. No more. Don't I'll, say. I'll, I'll be. I'll be lying on top of that coffin. Like stop Michelle Pfeiffer in Wendy. the Baker Boys. Stop, stop I'll be. Stop it. Stop talking. I will be. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll crowbar it open. <laughs> okay, I think the segment's I just A I walk bad. around the room weekend at Bernie's. Um, I've done. I'm going to call
5: this off. I've just got one more thing before oh, we go to a break. What? I was tagged <laughs> in a in a meme on the weekend. My brother, hello Zach, sent me a. Uh, or tagged me. So for
1: people who don't know, tagging is? It's uh, on Facebook. You tag someone.
5: I'm not going into it. Anyway, there is a (laughs) meme uh, Facebook page called the 28-year-old male. It's a little bit like brown cardigan, takes the piss out of things. Gotcha. It reads, yeah, I'm still a bit hungover, but if that's not just Mick Malloy and Sang Pang, I'll go Mm he. And it's the image of Guzman and Gomez. (laughs) Oh,
0: Was
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that funny as it Not bad. Pretty good.
0: <laughs> and
5: the comments on it are hilarious. Someone just wrote, Hello, ladies. Dinner's on. <laughs> 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 uh, looks like Mick when he dressed as Saddam Hussein on Cracker Jack.
6: <laughs> Saddam Hussein. It's yeah. still the
5: Good we'll looks. never look at this logo the same way again. People agree.
6: <laughs> you got anything? <laughs> Sean Callery reckons it isn't Sam Payne, but Shannon Knoll. So Shannon Knoll and Mick Malloy together on the y yeah. Gomez logo. Uh,
1: that's The last time we were together was the Crazy Horse <laughs> in Adelaide.
2: But that's
6: another story. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, I think we're done here with we're our social done. segment. Get with the program, so it's This is Molloy. Thanks to Ladbrokes, and you can Ladbroke at this spring carnival. Of course, Gamble responsibly.
1: Call 1-800-858-858. I'm going to go to the tonk this week. I, I bet Darby you are. day. What a day. It's got Mickey yeah. Molloy written all over it, I'm going it? to be wearing black and white at home nice. with my Ladbrokes app, the app in one hand. I'll be the fastest gun in the West. It's like an accessory of your black and white, isn't it? It your is not it Your phone this weekend. Mate, I'll have it holstered. There I will go. be using it. It'll be smoking <laughs> by the time I am done after <laughs> the last race, is going to get you through it is. Uh, one of the great this events weekend is massive, isn't it? sport, which is the Spring Carnival. Right now. Derby Day's no oh, good, mate. and then you've got Cup Day of around course. the corner, and the Oaks, and you yep. have drawn the barrier if you've got the Ladbrokes out. It's faster, better. It's, well, it's the brand uh, new. It's been updated, and uh the fastest hot. around. It Piping is the best of the business, whether you want to put in a blended bet yeah. or... Your same race multi two of the best options. You're yeah. bound to win. Yeah, you're going to win it. something. You Course. really are. You just it's uh, it's in your favour. Huh, be careful, right? Uh, so some people get overexcited and go too early. So you put this. your bet on yeah. uh, through lad breaks and yeah. then you're watching the race and you'll think you've got it covered. Yes, it might even be called first past the post. Okay, and then not. Okay. So if this particular race caller, yes. Uh, is hmm. calling a race that you've plonked a, a bet on for right. your Ladbrokes app. Uh, just be careful okay. before you chuck your ticket. <laughs> okay, have a listen.
5: Here comes Sophie and It's all over. You can go to the payout queue. They're not going to catch you. Sophie Aronson is just too darn
1: good. As they come up to the line, it's going to be close, but as they get to the line, it's not Sophia Aronson. Oh, no. right. It's Gosh, number five. on. A hang hang on. That causes a major oh, I've torn up my ticket. Well done. <laughs> but thankfully, got the breaks up, so there's no ticket to tear up. There's no ticket to tear oh, up. you safe houses. Hey, mate, you had one job. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Waiter, check, please. Go to the payout window. You could not be more <gasps> no. emphatic that that horse cannot be beaten. It is. And then you just watch the air go yeah. out of his cool. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, oh, it's close. close. Oh, right actually, down. it didn't Excellent. win. Yeah. Uh, I resigned from all positions. <laughs> on the racetrack. See, you'll be indemnified yes. against any of that rubbish oh, yeah. because you've popped your bet on you've with Ladbrokes. Exactly. You've got it covered. It's sending it back to you. Job done. Well done, Ladbrokes. Here we go, people. Next this week is gonna be huge, Dave. Oh, massive and always
2: gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. It's Malloy on Triple M.
0: Drive home—that's always unpredictable. This is Malloy with Mick
2: Malloy. Just about done for another day. Great show today, Will Anderson. Always great. Gruen back tonight. Yes, Don't forget the ABC. The Gruen.
1: Have a look at it. It's good. It uh, good. If you've missed any of the show, of course you can go to the podcast. You can indeed. Uh, or, Strong numbers too for Malloy, by the way. Well, Dominating boosted the by the little—that is not true. Little ship that could. The yeah. Dave's Corner, yeah, which is so posting so. bigs numbers. Oh. What's today? I think you're in trouble. I think I am. You've turned on the an, big brass here. An executive here at, today. You've turned on an executive. I have. And this
2: will get controversial. This might be my last. In fact, I might not be here tomorrow. But um, all will be revealed. Uh, all right, in Dave's corner you get in the idea. Hey, tomorrow on the show, yes. Charlie Pickering's going to join Love us. It. Always brings the last as well. And Titus O'Reilly, who was great last night on Cheap Seats, by the way. Very good. Can tell you.
0: All right, back to drive you home again well to tomorrow. we This has been the Malloy Drive Show Podcast. Putting a bet on with Ladbrokes is as fast as tap, tap, boom. Campbell responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.